everybody, to another week of the RevMD podcast. This week, we have a couple of exciting announcements. So I just want to thank many of our practice owners who we've been working with who actually helped us develop two different patient education tools to help with improving patient payments in the office. So the first is an educational pamphlet to help patients understand, you know, what's a copay, deductible, what are coinsurance, and how do you interpret all of that when it comes to your health insurance? And so we have those now on our website to be printed. We're going to work on getting an electronic copy. So if folks want to print them themselves or email them, we'll have another option for that. If you do want to go, go to nationalrevenueconsulting.com, go to the more section and just click on the patient education tab, and that will be there. As you guys know, the more patients understand about the money that they owe, the more likely they're actually going to pay their bills on time, that they're going to pay their copay when they come into the office. So please, you know, work with your staff, make sure that they understand these definitions, hand them out to your patients, make sure they understand what they're paying for. And more importantly, who actually sets these rules, right? It's the insurance company, not the doctor's office. So we try and explain all of that in the patient pamphlet. The second idea uh, that was given to us by one of our practices is that there are these little business card size papers that allow the front office to write down what the patient's deductible and copay is at the start of the new year, so at their first annual visit. So it's such a great way to say, hey, here's the education with the pamphlet, and here's your specific information that we are seeing you know, in the eligibility software. So both are available to order. You can, again, go to the website, nationalrevenueconsulting.com, and click on the more on the right-hand side, and you'll be able to go to the patient education tab. And we can either do 50 or 100 pamphlets directly shipped to your office, 100 of those little tearaways, or if you're looking for something else, um, shoot us an email at info at nationalrevenueconsulting.com. And again, I will also be working on just a, a PDF version. So if folks want to print them themselves or if they want to um, email them, we'll have that available. So just want to say thanks to everybody who reviewed these. We had a number of folks who helped put these together, so just appreciate that. All right, on to the topic this week. Myths surrounding transitioning to a new billing team. We are often asked a lot of questions when it comes to working with a new practice and thought I would dispel a few of those myths that come up. Myth number one, if I transition, my old AR is lost. So we get this question a lot. Um, practice come to us because they're not happy with their AR, their accounts receivable, and they want us to take over that new billing for them. And they're questioning, okay, so what happens with the bucket of money that's in my accounts receivable? And I'll first define, right? We all know what accounts receivable is. The old AR is typically the accounts receivable that's left over from a prior billing company that is waiting to be paid. That can be insurance AR, that can be patient AR, and really it's the the claims that haven't been adjudicated yet for one reason or another. They could be denied, they could have not been sent out at all, number of different reasons. So in general, we can always go after old accounts receivable. Now there are some easier ways to get this done, just depends on the software and what the process is going to be when we take over, but 
all of that old AR is able to be something that we go after. Now, the exception to that is obviously if you have claims that are past timely filing limit, you know, that's just dead in the water. We just need to write those off, clean up the old AR bucket so that you can really see and understand the metrics. Because that's one of the hard things, right? If you have a whole bunch of old AR sitting there from 2020 or 2021 that you're never going to be able to get paid on, it will always inflate that AR bucket. And so you never know how you're doing in the new stuff. So it's really important to stay on top of that, clean up the stuff that's past timely filing, dead in the water, you know, write it off. And then for the the old AR that you can go after when you're transitioning to a new billing company, they can move that over and start working on those claims. And there's a couple of different ways they can do this, right? They can, we can take on the software that you're currently working on and, and do it from the software directly. Or alternatively, we can move to a new software, start fresh and clean, and then have a report where we work the old claims and so again, that old AR is not lost. You are absolutely able to continue to work it as long as it's within timely filing limits. Now, I do want to make a mention that old AR, the bigger it gets, the longer it's going to take to deal with. AR is a very time-consuming thing for individuals who are billing and taking care of that. Sometimes you're waiting on hold with the insurance companies to understand what happened and get an update. Sometimes this can take you know, a long time. And they oftentimes the insurance companies will say, well, Hey, you you can only deal with three patients or three claims, you know, per phone call. And so you kind of have to be, um, very patient when it comes to dealing with the old AR and why it's important to have multiple team members who are addressing that, especially if you have a large size AR. All right. Myth number two, when I transition billers, I won't get paid. So this is also a very common question. Practices will ask, hey, I I want to transition, but I'm worried about not getting paid for a month. And so I just want to dispel this rumor. Typically, it's you're not going to see a delay in payment with some rare exceptions. So as a billing company, we have a different you know, a couple different ways we can take over someone's uh, account, right? We can work in their current billing software, and then you don't have to mess around with doing any enrollments through the clearinghouse which are also called EDI enrollment. So if you hear me ever talking about EDI enrollments, it's the mechanism by which we kind of connect the software to the clearinghouse, to the payers, so that the electronic claims can be submitted. Now, if there is a chance or a need to change software, that just depends on what you're using and the reasons behind that. And maybe we'll do a podcast on software in general and things to look for. But If you are moving to a new software, you do have to go through those EDI enrollments. However, you have a couple of options. You can try and do those EDI enrollments ahead of time before you change billing. And there are some nuances around that, but you can do that so that when you start billing with the new company, day one, you're submitting claims electronically, and then therefore there should not be any gap in payment. So again, when you transition billers, you should be getting paid. And if you have the right team to lay out that transition timeline, it should be effective and go well. Now, the struggle is is those darn EDI enrollments. And so that's why it's really important to work with your new billing team prior to cutting off the old billing team when you are making that transition or coming up with a very specific project plan when it comes to making sure that your income continues 
to flow even during the transition. And this is why for our own personal team, we have a transition guide. We have a step-by-step process that really allows us to kind of step through that. So if you are interested and looking at that transition guide so that you can, you know, change billers, we're happy to share that with you. Um, Just reach out to info at nationalrevenueconsulting.com and we can set up a call. All right. Myth number three. I will lose visibility into my data when I transition billers. So we also get asked this a lot, especially when there is a change in software. Um, The visibility of the data is critical. And I believe that every practice should have access and visibility and logons to their own practice management software, whether that's with the billing company, whether that's you know, um, you know, obviously within your own system, you should have some general idea of how to navigate that, how to, you know, log in, how to sign into the reports area, how to pull a general report, AR, your monthly charges and receipts. That is baseline. Now you guys know my feelings about monthly metrics. I'm a big proponent that your billing team should be providing that to you. We provide a spreadsheet that we customize for each of our clients each month so that at the end of the month, you know what was charged and collected, what was denied. We also try and trend financials for 13 months, um, depending on when we take on a new billing client, if they have access to that data. But all of our data, we trend for 13 months. And then we can create metrics by provider or by payer, depending on what's going on in the practice and what the practice's goals are. So you guys know my feeling about data and spreadsheets. I'm a big proponent that if you're running a successful business, you have this information at your fingertips so that you can make good decisions. So again, I wanted to dispel those three myths, right? So if I transition, my old AR is lost. That is false. Your old AR is not lost. You can go after that. Myth number two, when I transition bellers, I won't get paid. That is also not true. Even during the transition, you just have to be very cautious of that timeline of when you do the EDI enrollments and how you make that transition, but you can get paid even during a transition. And myth number three, I will lose visibility into my data when I transition billers. Again, false. Um, You do have and should have visibility into all of your data regardless of the software you use and regardless of the software your billing team uses. I hope that this was helpful. And again, we are excited that this is the 35th episode for RevMD. We have been live since May with close to 10,000 downloads. So just want to thank everybody for listening, providing feedback and reviews. If you haven't done a review, please go to Apple Podcast and leave us a review. If you ever have any questions or topics that you would like us to address, feel free to email us at info at nationalrevenueconsulting.com or come join the Facebook group RevMD. All right. Thanks so much. Happy New Year.